You're listening to the Witch and Warrior Podcast with Darlene Testa, the Good Witch, and Stuart Kandaya, the Visibility Warrior. Thank you for joining us. Okay, welcome back. Hello, Darlene. How are you today? Hello, viewers, listeners. So happy you guys are with us today. How are you doing, Darlene? I am doing great. I'm so happy to be here together with everyone today. Me too. So tell me, you're on a mission. Even though I can't see everyone out in the world, I know that you can hear us. And I truly hope that each person out there, especially after today's podcast and the things that we both share today, to give resources out there to share our love and my truly from my heart i want people to know that they are never ever going to be ever alone ever again and wow okay there is so much there is so much out there it depends on what we choose to see Right. Okay. Well, I love it. I'd love to unpack some of that. So you, you seem to have a, a really powerful uh, statement this week for uh, for everybody. And I think that's awesome because sometimes we do tend to feel like we're alone. So what do you mean that we're never going to be alone ever again? Well, when I'm going through different focuses and changes in my life I usually create a binder I do it like all old school and I create actual system for myself on how I'm going to target my overall goal or how I'm going to shift something big in my life and so the first thing that I want to share is finding a way to contribute to our health is one section that should be in a binder if someone was to create a binder and find this resource to be helpful. Okay. And then I want someone to create another folder that says together. The together folder, I mean, truly we need to go more in depth with this, but we have time. Something very important is to create a category called together. So I'll give you an example. I have a commercial space, which I'm actually looking to bring in the right person or the right people to join my team. And I put an ad out looking, you know, to see what kinds of um, feedback I got. And the first thing I want to do is I want to help people shift their frame of mind that some people may feel like what we are going through in the world is very scary right now. And I have experienced it as well. But what I'm here to share today is if we come together, if we come together with our skill set, if we come together with our openness to how can we improve community or whatever your focus may be, whether it's in the arts, in music, in um, photography, how can 
you come together with a team or a group of people and make that project even better. And so I got a very interesting email, which, you know, my intuition, my, my senses went up. And one particular lady, she told me her story and doesn't even know me and sent me this email of sharing her story in depth of how COVID has affected her and how she's looking for a space. And I'm here to say that we can create a space within ourselves for opportunity and support one another versus looking at, so I wanna find recovery versus feeling like we're in a crisis. Right, and to be open to possibility. You know, I, I really believe that there's always new possibilities and opportunities as long as we're open to it. And sometimes it's tough to see it until we get that shift like you were talking about. Um, and this person said, and, and um, yeah. I'm keeping their confidentiality, you know. Of but course, of course. If somebody feels that perhaps something has affected them a certain way, how can we shift that? And how can we believe that maybe this is an opportunity for, as an example, if there was someone who had a store out there and found it difficult to function as one, what if two people that could team up came together and created something even more powerful? Now, again- A mutually beneficial venture together. Yeah, I mean, that is something which requires a lot of communication and really good contracts. And, you know, there's a lot more to it. Right. But I'm just, all I'm doing is I'm planting a seed. I'm seeing what's out there. And rather than looking at something as a problem, I want to look at how can we solve that problem. That's great. I hear you saying that it's happening more for us than to us. Correct. Sometimes, as long as we can kind of be open to that idea. Correct. For sure. I can speak to my own experiences as well, where, you know, let's say the loss of a job, for example, right, turned out to be the best thing ever. I'm sure that many of our listeners could relate to that. I mean, how many times were you just super down because, you know, something didn't work out the way you thought, but really it led to something so much better that maybe you couldn't even think of that at the moment. You know, I've had that happen to me and it's awesome. So it's, it's super important to be open and to approach Yes. things with um, a solutions-minded lens rather than a problem sort of seeking lens, which, you know, I, I think that sometimes it's just automatic for people, right? Or for myself it is, so I've got to be conscious and be definitely, you know. Well, that's where I feel like a lot of people, see, the thing is, Stuart, most of my life, I have lived in fight or flight mode and mm. most people wouldn't know that because I had an accumulated amounts of trauma that I experienced, which I then became, you know, a high achiever and put a lot of pressures on myself and I worked very well in high stress environments. I used to work in the operating room and assisting a doctor and so, you know, I would work in these environments, but Super high stress for sure. Yeah, and people didn't know that I actually was, I actually function, I actually function very well in high stress because that's actually what I learned to be normal. And 
when I took a year and a half off to study actual dog behavior, I learned that the only way that I was going to truly be able to help these animals, which it helped that I understood if they had fear or aggression, but that was my specialty of what I, my special interest that I focused on when I actually worked with dogs. I wasn't, most of the dogs I worked with and part of my apprenticeship was to actually work with dogs with anxiety or behavior. So, another category that I'm very passionate about and is how love drives behavior. Okay. And that's how I switched it around. My love for animals pushed me to actually step out of my comfort zone to realize that some of the animals were not going to improve unless I actually addressed some of my own fears and anxieties. Wow. Although that's um, not an unusual scenario. I mean, quite often we look outside to see what it is that's to blame or, you know, it's because of that person or even that thing or that event. However, it uh, continues over and over and we find patterns too, right? It's really more us than, than the thing or the object. So what I want to ask everyone today is mm. what do you love and how is that love going to drive your behavior? How are you going to be the driver of your life and to address what needs to be done? And so another category, for example, in the book would be to simplify your life in some capacity, whether it means going through your closet, and it might sound funny, but go through your closet, and that's like a whole other portion of a course of how to declutter your home and to like actually simplify your life. Because sometimes we have so much buzzing going around in our minds, and then we can't think clearly. So this is a survival guide, really, like survival guide of like behavior and what drives us and how to see us. I agree with that. And when it comes down to actually taking some actual action on things, decluttering or cleaning up or simplifying something physical in your life can actually affect your internal person. So your, your mind and, and it might help you bring, yeah, no, I agree with that for sure. I do that all the time. Actually quite often, it just, you know, having everything tidy is is soothing and peaceful. Now, I'll mention that uh, sometimes I do get all caught up and I don't mind when there is a mess. I mean, I work with all sorts of, you know, whether I'm writing or if I'm doing some sort of electronics or something, like say on my desk, you know, I'll have all sorts of things just all over and it's it's super, I mean, it may not look tidy but to me it's this kind of cloud of possibility like do you understand what i mean i do because i am the kind of person that usually has a few projects going on at once right so things can seem from the outside somebody might see chaos but actually Mm. working on a plan that you know um you know, and then I have to strategize at some point what to put more efforts to and depending on what the goals and, you know, if it's a financial goal and I have a few projects going on at the same time, I have to then 
I don't want to say have to, but I choose to then go, okay, which project should I focus on right now that's going to help the community and that I can foster from as well from, you know, financial goals and things like that too, right? Yeah, and no, for sure. It's part of the process, right? It's yeah. just, it needs to be a part of it. But what I'm asking people to do is they can be, they can be and continue to be who they are, but when when it comes down to the actual binder, I'm asking if this helps people, it's just an idea, is even though I have different things going on at the same time and different focuses and goals, I do have a binder that I create that I kind of just quickly go through it and I'm not in my binder for very long. And it just reminds me, okay, you know. Would you consider this sort of um, an enhanced journal sort of thing? Like, is that kind of what you're using it for? Where you put your thoughts in or, or your, your plans, so, so to speak? Well, one thing that I've learned, because I love to write, and I have multiple books with like different things that I channel, you know, into things that come to me from my creative processes. But this is more like a personal, yes, you could call it a personal journal, but it's it's how to kind of fine tune a few things because- Yeah, maybe, it sounds like an enhanced journal, sort of with categories and a bit more organization um, kind of embedded in it. Yes, because we do need some structure in our life, even though mm. some people are functioning best, you know, by having lots of different things going on at once. We all learn differently and For sure. we all process things differently. But this is kind of like a together guide that reminds us. Hmm. To kind That's of go cool. through a little system, even if it only takes five minutes. And even if you do it only look at it even every few days, but that, you know, if the more you do it, the better, because it just kind of gets your, you feel good. Like when you actually put, like you just remind yourself. So for example, right now, you know, people are going through a lot of changes in their lives. And so they could make a list in their binder of different providers and, uh, bills, for example, that they may have. So I want people to strategize. I want people to communicate with their providers or people that they do business with. We are all here as a team and together. And I think the more honest that we can be together and share where we're at and ask for help when we need it. So for example, if someone had five particular bills that they were trying to take care of, they might kind of come to a conclusion as to uh, if they didn't have the resources to cover that, what are they going to do? And so all I'm asking for people is to even pick up the phone and just know they're not alone and pick up the phone and phone, whether it's a telephone or whatever it may be, and just call the company and say, I'm going through some changes in my life and I'm trying to do what I can do and can you help me with this because I'm under a bit of pressure, I'm under some stress. And so you would, somebody would be very surprised because I experienced this in my life at one time. So if people would be very surprised to know that there is compassion on the other end of the phone. 
I think we're very fortunate to live in a place where if companies behave like this more often than not, then that makes it better for sure. And honestly, if we can't all come together, we are all in this together. And that's the one thing is right now we're going through a world change. We're not going through a one person change. This is a world change. So I'm asking the community and the world to come together to know that what one does to somebody else, somebody could do to the other person. And like, you know, it's like this, this together, oh, yes. like Absolutely. To come together to help each other because if we're being as faithful or, you know, when, when I use the word faith, not everybody, you know, religion is a totally different topic, but that internal communication and honesty and coming together and speaking our truth and trying to keep calm during changes. And so all I'm saying is I'm opening up the doors to possibilities. The more honest that we are, gives more opportunity, I believe, in miracles. No, I don't think you're far off. I believe exactly what you put out is what you get. And quite often we, we resist things or you know, we treat people a certain way and we'll find that that's sort of the way we get treated quite often too. So, you know, I do believe what we put out, we get back in. I'd rather put something out that brings some sort of positivity rather than, you know, to, to even complain. I really do my best not to complain or not to, you know, think of, all of these potentially, I mean, it's trying times, right? It's, this is, you know, we're all experiencing some form of massive change around the world, like together at the same time. And it's unusual. It doesn't quite often happen. And so I think that it's just really interesting and important how we what our energy is and what our vibration is. I don't know, we talked about this last time maybe? Yes. Where, um, you know, m one of my idols or, or you know, people like that, I, it's Nikola Tesla, right? That's it, lots of, you know, just one of the, the um, smartest people around that, that brought a lot to mankind. And people ask him all the time, you know, what is the meaning of life or, not to say that he has the answer, but his response always was that in order to find that, you need to be thinking in terms of energy, vibration, and frequency. And, right? Are you always angry? I mean, these things relate to the way we feel. It's our emotion, right? Our energy and our vibration. Um, so what are we putting out into the world is it all this rage and anger or is it peace and joy and beauty and all those things? Because I think what we put out is going to come right back. So if people are having a hard time. What I'm hearing you say is what we need to do is, well, and nobody likes to be told what to do, but I can see this. Um, certainly in my case, I would want to turn it around fill myself up first right be kinder to ourselves and put that out there right 
you know, you hear people say sending positive vibes and stuff, and I know they're just words, but words are powerful, and it actually means something when we speak them. So, right? They do. Words are so powerful. They are. So we should be very cognitive of of what it is that we're saying, not only to the world but to ourselves. Right? That voice inside our head. I mean, we've got we've all got them. I found it really interesting this week. I went to, you know, I do things sometimes a little old school where I actually go into the bank to pay a bill versus doing it online. Right. So I went up to, you know, I waited in line outside and then finally I was happy, you know, to go in and I, the teller where I went up to, there was a chair in front of the teller's face. So I sat in the chair and just as I sat down to the left of me, there was someone's name and do you know what her name was? No. What was her name? Faith. Okay. (laughs) So I said to the lady, are you Faith? And she said, no, that's my colleague. Mm. And I said, you know, it's such a beautiful name. And I think we all need a little bit of faith sometimes. (laughs) Oh, I think that's critical. And I mean, I don't agree. I I don't don't want to combine faith with like religion it's no that's, that's not, not where i'm going no no for sure not but fa- it's it's totally important absolutely you got, and especially faith in ourselves yes right yeah. isn't and, that something that yeah we need to do more of especially now i mean a lot of us are going through change right i think it's a great idea if you'd like to um to keep a, a, a this enhanced journal idea where you, you've kind of categorized it and you know journaling can be a very powerful thing um so how do we adapt it's, now it's a little bit of a it's also a little bit of a honey-do list so you know the honey-do list is i guess <laughs> the moral of the story today is to find your sweet spot you know i like to tap into these passionate words and passionate lifestyle and how can we tap into our sweet spot? And so the sweet spot is part of manifesting. And so it is about writing these categories out and then just doing, being in flow and doing a little bit toward the action, toward something to make change in our lives. No, I think that's really, really important. I've um, been working on a lot of this sort of thing for myself. And, you know, one of the key things that that I got from some of these exercises is that we can't be good at everything. And quite often, the world pressures us into being this all-encompassing, being able to do all the different things, especially things we don't like, right? So for example, I can't stand doing accounting, but I know people who absolutely love it. And I don't think they're just saying that. They truly love this type of work, right? Where they're looking at numbers and things. And that's just, you know, in my case, right? So whenever it comes down to doing things like books and accounting and things like that, 
man, it takes me forever to get to it, right? It's just this huge resistance. I mean, I really just, I'll, I'll procrastinate. But if it's something that I'm really into and that I love, time almost stands still, right? I get right to it. I'm immersed. I'm super engaged. And it's as if, like days could go by and it wouldn't feel like days. It just, I can't get enough of it. And so what I realized is that I don't want to do all the other things. Life's too short and I'm not, I'm tired of having to participate in activities that I'm not, not, you know, either not good at or, or it's, you know, maybe it helps me, but you know what? There's lots of people that can help me as well. Right. I mean, it's just a matter of maybe not right now, but recognizing that means that I don't have to do it forever. Right. These, maybe I'll have to do some, some tough stuff now that, that I know I don't like to do, but I can always get help in the future. And I want to do more of that, more of what I want and less of what I don't want. And right now, I think there's a chance for a lot of us to explore some maybe new opportunities or new ways of, you know, just living. The whole world is changing. I mean, every business, every person is to have new habits now of, you know, which I think many of them are good. Like you got to wash your hands and things. It's, it's uh, to keep clean and, and reduce, you know, the spread of this thing. Um, and why not build habits like that? Those are those are all good. And, and having a little bit more distance in restaurants. You know what, to be honest, I think that's awesome because they were too packed to begin with, I felt. Sometimes it was really, really tight. Now, I know that hurts the business. I understand that it's not as, you know, they can't serve as many people and there's lots of restrictions and the, maybe the money's not coming in like it used to be, but I, I believe that we'll find a way where it works again. And I don't know if if we didn't have COVID, quite often, you know, we're just looking at every year after year, you know, for a lot of companies, just growth, 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 let's say, right? How do we get more and more and more and more? And it was getting a little bit out of control, I think. Like in so many places, it was just about jamming more humans on board, right? There's a story about the uh, this, this airline that's about to, uh, launch and they've outfitted their planes with standing seats. I don't know if you've seen this, but you can Google this. So there's a trade show, and and what this is 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 is, is kind of an uh, it's hung from the the ceiling, and you sit in it, but you don't really sit. You sort of stand, you know, leaning up against this uh, this this kind of a seat. So what that does is, of course, it allows the airline to pack about thirty percent more people into the very same, you know, space which of course that's gives them more revenue because they can sell more tickets and all this stuff. But, you know, companies and people, I mean, have we lost sight of the fact that we're all still humans and like, maybe the tickets are going to be cheaper, but you're going to make up for it because you're going to pack more people in there. Is that comfortable? I think it's just getting to be a point where this is just absolutely ridiculous. I personally Some think things are too much. We're not just cattle. We're not just numbers. We're human beings. And the museum was way too packed. The nightclubs are way too packed. Restaurants are way too packed. Theaters, right? Seats are just way too packed. So if there's one thing that COVID has forced everybody to do is to be a little bit more distant. Not in terms of that we're less friendly, just physically, right? Like now we've got a bit more space between us. I don't know the last time I went to Granville Island that I had just 
you know, <laughs> just room to walk around and look at things. And it wasn't just people everywhere, right? I know we're in a bit of a lockdown and things. So many of these places have been sort of restricting access or, or you know, just people aren't just around, but I don't know. If, you know, maybe not, people don't agree with me, but some of this stuff that's come out of it has been good. And I think I'd like to keep it, right? I'd love to keep this idea that let's find a way where we can, you know, just have, do the same business, but with less jamming people in places that, you know, it's no longer comfortable. And I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I do. So I think that there are some positives and I think we're all changing and businesses are changing. Everybody's changing. Let's just find a way to bring about these changes and make it make the world better rather than go back to this, whatever we used to call normal, right? Quote, unquote. I'm making these like weird air quotes like people used to do. <laughs> you know? I love what you're saying. Normal. It's like, ah, no, let's not go back to normal. That was ridiculous. I think we're just heading for just totally the wrong thing, you know? Now we've been forced to sort of reset a little bit. So, sorry, carry on, say something, yeah. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, go ahead. You didn't, I, I love listening to what you're saying. Thank you. I honor what you're saying, I'm, I feel. So tell us, if, if, if you guys are listening, what do you think, is that, is that, am I wrong, am I right, if there's, a spot for a comment leave us a comment and even leave us questions if you if you uh, if you're able I'm not sure how you're listening to this on, on what sort of capacity uh, whether the, the, this ability or not but I would love to hear from people right some of the things I would also I'd love to hear some people's ideas on categories of things that have helped them yeah so that we can you know come together I love the idea of a together binder Yes. Can we explore that just a little bit more? What would you put in there? This is where you, um, tell me more. Oh, is that a question like to me or community or? No, to you. I, I just, I'd love oh. to hear more about this oh. together binder or, well, or just a folder, I guess, in your binder called together or category. So another category that is really important when we're when we're working with, so I work a lot with energy. So we're working a lot also with like the root chakra or, you know, the roots, you know, getting to the roots and, and roots can be, this is a really juicy, good topic because I feel like this is almost like where things, you know, where they origin from. Mm -hmm. So, you know, roots can be, our family, they can be our community, who we consider, we, you know, our family, our close ones. Okay. And during, you know, changes, I feel that a lot of people are worried about the physical needs of family and group, sa group safety. So safety is the big one. Right. I feel that when, when one is going through fight or flight, and having stress and anxiety, the root chakra, the most natural thing to do is to suppress what's going on, to perhaps shut down and to, because anxiety can cause the body to shut down and 
suppress emotions, mm. have the fear of letting go. Another example could be numbness to feelings in self and others. And then we shut down our intuition when we actually go into a deep fear. Oh, we ought to honor that more is what you're saying. I, yes. And I'm not a psychologist, and so I work more from a holistic root chakra and energy and helping people actually okay. understand themselves more. But these are coping mechanisms that could be another section in the binder, coping mechanisms of how to actually support the root chakra during change. Okay. And it Maybe we... Maybe we dive into some of that in our next episode, if we can kind of lead our way to, so putting this binder together, do we do this? So you do this on your, on your own uh, uh, regularly. Is that, is that right? I do it sometimes. Sometimes I go through stages where I'm like, you know, nah, and I kind of go off on my own. Mm. Well, you're very organized. I think I think I do some of this sort of thing, but usually just on the computer. I mean, I might just pull up a new document or something, and <laughs> so it's very scattered. I oh. really want to bring people a little bit back to the human mm -hmm. to when we write, when we actually write with a pen, because right. I, that's a good idea. Okay. I actually I used to teach in high school. One of my one of my classes that I. I participated in was to actually tutor to tutor some teenagers in school that were having difficulty with studying and I actually I had a really difficult time when I was younger to like actually like I, I had my everyone has their own ways of learning and so because I think outside of the box the idea of somebody having difficulty learning something, I felt like I could really help them because I, I was a teenager. I didn't want to listen to someone telling me what to do. And I had resistance and sometimes I wanted to study, sometimes I didn't. And so we, I had a lot of compassion to these teens that were having trouble studying and I made it a mission. Like I went to the one of the universities and. I actually started studying how we all learn differently and but I think it's time to bring a little bit more of the human connection back into our lives and I love computers they have so many lovely like how we could talk from another country if we were in different countries you know yes um, but I think there is a time and place for the mm -hmm. pen and paper connection to the human being all right I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna write down more things on paper with my hand because I've heard that that is also a really, like I've heard that that works well. So that's a really interesting and thank you for reminding me. That's an interesting idea that I've sort of not thought about in a while, but yeah, why not write with our own hand? It must make a, a huge impact. That's actually how we channel, we can chat. I mean, we can channel information on a computer too, but I, I took a special writing class and it was about channeling information. And right, There's some difference between typing um, the buttons versus actually writing on the paper with your own hand. Yes. 
Okay. Well, I'm going to try this out. Get myself a little binder. And categorize it. And fill it out like a journal. But with different categories. And you suggest a category called together. All right. Well, I can't say I fully understand your process. So maybe we can learn a little bit more about that over the next few episodes Um, but I also want to dive into this idea of the root that you were talking about yes and and what you mean when you're talking about that how this connects um, what we're going through right now or or, I mean you know it's not always just about COVID right Um, it just happens that this is sort of the the big topic that's you know that can all sort of relate to in this moment of course that's brought up lots of new thinking like that we all like what we talked about in our previous episode about being at the crossroads and and really having to you know make some decisions and you know what are you going to do what are you going to how are you going to sort of you know in 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 the business kind of world a lot of people are, are using the word pivot Right, where you you've got to you got to do something, right? We've all got we've all kind of come to that. So, yeah, it's kind of a running theme, and I and I don't really want to make a podcast like talking about COVID. <laughs> it's not about that, of course, um, but about healing. And if we're all going through hard times right now, we are all in this together. Yeah, you're saying we're not in. Look, we're we are in this together. And will will not be alone ever again. Correct. Because. Because we can relate to one another with a similar, some similar, overlapping situations. It yeah. is so. More important. often than not, I'm sure of it. I think there are more things that unify each each of us than there are things that keep us different. I don't think there's any two people exactly alike, first of all, right? So everybody's is super unique and special. And sometimes I feel way more potential than even they realize. And I believe that we are more alike than we are different, even though we're all unique. You know what I mean? Thank you. I love that a lot. So, yeah. I think we're definitely all together always. We can always reach out. And I think that it's really difficult sometimes for people to ask for help, let's say, right? Yes, asking for help. Is- asking is not easy to do. And sometimes we feel like you've got to kind of hit that, you know, place where you have exhausted all of your own resources. I feel sometimes that we judge ourselves. And so by asking some sometimes you see the thing is what we may perceive to be a weakness is actually a gift and even when i speak to empaths and people with sense they're very sensitive to energy just people in general i feel that many people have been taught that their sensitivities is a hinder when actually it's a gift that's what makes each of us unique and beautiful. Yep. Society messes up some of that, though. 
I think a lot of us aren't really qualified to teach. I mean, myself included, you know, I can only share from my own experience and I can only hope that what I do or say brings some positivity. And I, and I think that it's just, it's not like I'm trying to, I just, if some, you know, people take what they get, uh, take what they can take from it. You know what I mean? Like you'll hear what you need to hear. I can't focus on, I always believe that when you try too hard, it, it just really sort it, it sort of almost is happens backwards, right? We should try less. Let, let's more going with the flow and more letting ourselves do the thing that we feel rather than thinking our way through it, right? It's not about butting heads, for example. Do you know what I mean? It's really about just letting go more than it is about control. So I let myself just... I don't want to teach. I know people don't like to hear things in, in a sense of uh, nobody likes to be told what to do, myself included. I don't like when people tell me what I got to do because maybe it works for them. But, you know, it's it's I'm not you and I'll take, you know, things differently and I'll need something else. But rather, if you tell me how it was for you and what you did to go through this trouble or whatever it is like just you know when i speak it's just all it's only from my own perspective right i know what i had to do i know what i did when i was um up against some kind of obstacle and if i share that story rather than tell you what you should do i hope you just get something from that and maybe apply it in your own way you know so it's really we each have that right Everybody has this opportunity and, and no, I'm not here to tell people what to do and that. We're just here to share and discuss. And yeah, I really, I, the one thing about podcasts is that, you know, it's, it's us talking, talking. Um, we don't get to hear any kind of, there's no interaction from that perspective. It's not like you can do this live or anything. You know what I mean? So it's, but you have, if you have the opportunity to comment or, or, or something or ask a question, I mean, I just, I'd love to, to get those things so hopefully we have some mechanism for that but it's um it's just great to be on here and and be able to discuss this with with you and you know just from my perspective from your perspective thanks for sharing you know what you shared with us today and also inviting us to use our hands and write things down more i think that's a really good takeaway for me anyway i don't know about you guys <laughs> i thought that was a really good one yeah, just something to be interactive and, you know, open to discussion of, you know. Yeah, this may be on a, a... Like different ideas, right? I feel... I love it. Yes. I love ideas. Ideas are, I think, the seed to great things. And it may not be exactly how it was when it started, but definitely, it you know, with iteration and input from other people... Some ideas have changed the world, the simplest of things. A funny story, uh, if I wanted, you know, there's this, uh, I don't remember the lady specifically, but you might have seen the commercial on YouTube for this product called Poopery, where oh. you use it in the bathroom. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So this lady that owns the whole company, that she's, it was her, her business that, that she started, because of almost an accident, like just the simplest of words, okay? 
what happened? Okay, so she she had other businesses and she's you know had a family and she's been divorced and all this stuff and always chasing that chasing the growth and the normal things that people go into profits, right? And this is the normal things that people go into businesses for and really just being super miserable. She has a book and it's available online. Um, I think it's called Woopoo. So look it up on, on Amazon, it's available. That's a funny story. So I'm just, just a real quick, uh, you know, summary is, is that she was at a party and somebody was saying something about <laughs> like a silly comment, almost like a joke of, I wonder if you could seal the odor of a poo somehow with a, you know, something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was just like this kind of a joke idea that, but you know, it, it, it sparked something in her mind. And for her, she loves essential oils and she messes around with them and she plays with, you know, she likes the scent and it's just something that she loves to do. Well, it, after a whole bunch of experimenting and things like that, she figured out that it was possible and she kind of started off with this idea of sealing the thing with the poopery, right? But you see how that just came to her from like the simplest of ideas, barely even a thought, right? Are we not... I mean, I really choose to pay attention as much as possible to like even the simplest things because really she's been, she solved a problem that we didn't even really knew we had. Can you imagine? It works great, right? Thank you so much for sharing that. And it was just a silly so idea. So, I mean, it, it can turn into, like, she, it's a million dollar company now, right? So I just want to wrap that up with, with a funny story about how just this, almost like a joke, turned into a little idea, turned into a little bit of, you know, some experimenting. Well, and that's and, an example is... To be, she says in her book, she didn't even make it a business. It was just somebody came to her house and used it and wanted to buy it. Like it wasn't even for sale, right? So sometimes it's the stuff that's all tugging inside of us. It's just the simplest thing, but let's pay attention to that more. Let's do the thing that, you know, really juices us up. And the right? thing is too, Stuart, that also, you know, that is something that most of us have in common you know we have bodily functions and so again that brings us together all of us together in a sense of we can yep. relate. we can relate to that being yeah everybody poops it's, everybody, <laughs> it's true everybody poops yeah there's a kid's book of it it's great oh it's a toilet training book I, I read I, you know when my kid was a little you know years and years ago it's just a funny story you know there's a lot of funny things that happen and you know sometimes we put way too much pressure on ourselves that it's got to be this great thing or some great idea or some great you know we put too much bigness into things and it doesn't have to be right the simplest of ideas the smallest of seeds can grow to just enormous enormous trees or yeah for example right I mean, and you know what's fascinating when uh when dogs when some of them go poop you know they kick up the grass after they're like very proud and you know kind of like, <laughs> you know there is a turd kind of can be like a you know territory thing and just kind of marking their territory but it's um it's interesting like 
you know, when my dog goes to the bathroom, I'll I say, did you go to the bathroom? And he gets like so happy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, he's just so cute. And so yeah. I do think we need to be a little light on ourselves and we bring, do. bring we some do. humor and, you know, remember we're in, this, we're in this together. Yeah, for sure. One day, and- one and I think just reach together. out, reach out to your friends, reach out to your people, reach out to each other. And that, you know, I think will bring us even closer and just bring more people together. That's the one thing I love about the internet and technology, podcasting, YouTube, all the stuff, social media, you know, more often than not, it it's brings a positive change, not a negative one. And I have one thing that I'd like to add is if we can reach out to someone today and just ask somebody like how are you and if they say they're doing well say i really want to know how you're doing like how how really is life and like is there a way is there a way that i can make things better is there a way that i can acknowledge you is there a way that i can smile on your face so I think that if we were all to kind of come together and acknowledge each other a little bit and, you know, kind of take out the the routines that we get into and really just stop for a moment. And actually care. And care. Because a lot of these responses are robotic. You're just, oh, how are you? I'm good. You don't really express your true answer necessarily i mean i hope that you're happy and that when you say that you're good that you really do mean that you're good because i do and i also want to say that you know when i'm driving and i see somebody walking or i see them at the bus stop or somewhere and if someone looks sad i think to myself i don't know your story but i really my heart goes out to you. For example, if someone looks sad, you know, you don't know, they could be constipated. They could be having a really harsh thing. We don't necessarily really know. But what I'm saying is I I don't see things and not notice them. Even if I don't say hello to somebody, which I reach out and reach out in community quite a bit to help people are and, and really connect, but I just want anyone out there to know that if they don't feel acknowledged, I bet you someone has seen seen or acknowledged you from a distance and they may have not said anything. So I think an, another thing that I just want to sort of say is, even if you think someone doesn't acknowledge where you're at, you don't know if someone has seen you and sent you love from a distance or said to themselves, I don't know who that person is but I really hope things, somehow they have, something makes them feel good in their day. And so a lot of times we don't maybe think that we're being acknowledged. And I think we see a lot more than we say sometimes. Yeah, I think just because we don't hear doesn't mean that it's not happening. I get this a lot with um, when I, you know, just for example, I mean, I, I, you know, produce a, a video, let's say, for something uh, like a music video, for example. And 
I show it to the people and they absolutely love it and it's great and everything else. And then I, I'm done, right? So I stop talking to the client, whatever. And meanwhile, they're going on and showing these things to other people. And they're saying how amazing I am and all this stuff, whatever. I'm not, I don't know if they are or not, but I'm just <laughs> saying that this all could be happening. I don't even know. Or maybe they just never look at it again, right? I don't know. I don't think so. I choose to believe that actually there's probably all sorts of, you know, and this is why I want to put this stuff out there, right? Beautiful things, whatever, I'll put it out. And even without really hearing about it, I know that I've made the world a little bit better. Just, you know, maybe made somebody smile or enjoy a piece of content just from that little bit, right? That music video that I made. Do you know what I mean? I, I may have told the story about how um, I bought a couch and then you know, I really met. I, I, the, the guys that came over and delivered it were really super awesome. And, and all I, want, I all I could think about was how I wanted to call the store right away and tell them how amazing it was. Yeah. yeah. You know, I didn't because it wasn't like I didn't want to. I just, stuff happened and this and that. But had something gone wrong, I, I, I hope that I wouldn't be, you know, so fast to call them back and I would take a minute, right? But I think that most of us, if something went wrong, we wouldn't hesitate or forget to call the store and tell them about how this thing went bad or the guys that, you know, they were rude or they didn't take the shoes off or they left a mess behind or whatever it was that they did. You know, I'd be like, I'd be on the phone right away. You know, I think, right? It, luckily it didn't happen that way, but I'm just saying where where everything went so well and so great and I'm just so happy with these people they would just never know the owners of the store would never know do you know what I mean like they have no idea that this awesome thing happened at my house and I wish I'd just taken the time to call them but I didn't and it's so much like if you look you, you know the same on Yelp and, and places like Google reviews and that you know how many positive reviews it takes versus one bad review, right? All of a sudden, like, every, it's just the, the, the numbers go down and all the stuff. But if you had 10, 100 positive reviews, it almost like doesn't matter, you know? The negative voice is just so strong. People really focus in on the thing that brings the negativity. And I think we're, we're, we're just, it's part of us because of survival and things you're gonna you know, look out for danger and you you want to make sure that you're safe and and all the stuff so yeah we we complain about you know whatever's happening because i think we need to sort of maybe protect ourselves somehow but way too much of that is going on right we've got to acknowledge some of the more positive things and i'm pretty sure and i choose to believe that what i put out into the world even though i'm not hearing back that people love it or they're saying nice things and acknowledging me that it's still happening and that makes me happy. Right? Yeah, and it's not always about improving something. Sometimes it's really also important to acknowledge and celebrate where we're actually yes. at. Because then we're always chasing the next goal. No, no, we're you gotta think we're missing that sweet stop spot. Stop and smell the roses kind of thing. Yeah, the sweet spot is actually what really creates the momentum of like being it in the does holding space and i think we can all relate to that right that yeah where just time dissolves and it just doesn't almost matter anymore it's it's awesome 
I think we've got to kind of tie it up for today. Um, Darlene, it was just a joy talking to you. I'm so happy that we get to do this. Thank you, everybody who's listening for hanging out with us. Uh, if you're still here right <laughs> after this you know, hour almost, uh, really, really, really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Share it. Tell other people if you think it'll help them. I mean, you know, all I want to do is just make things better somehow. You know, and, and hopefully this podcast kind of adds to that. Um, Darlene, the good witch, you're amazing. Thank you for sharing with us today. And um, much love. Oh yeah, I can't wait for the next one. I can't wait to get together with you again. Um, next week, one more episode. So goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Darlene. We'll talk to you guys soon. And remember, we're all together. Yes, we are. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for listening. Until next time. You've been listening to the Witch and Warrior Podcast with Darlene Testa and Stuart Gandaya. Thank you for joining us.